Welcome to the Beyond Belief podcast. We're glad you decided to listen to us today. We have designed this podcast to have a practical conversation about Christianity. Our goal is to make this show relatable, realistic, and relative. We will bring you the gospel of Jesus Christ so you can apply it practically to your life. We hope you enjoy the show. We are back. Season two, another episode. Uh, I think people are still listening. If not, we're just talking in a house with two dudes. Dude, that's all we started out with anyway. <laughs> we're just care. like, hey, it doesn't matter. We're having well, we do it. care. I say I don't care. We care. We have Christ Center talks ourselves, just letting yeah. other people listen. Yeah. Uh, wanted to, I talked to you about this topic the other day and you were kind of like, uh, and then I explained a little bit because I actually got this topic from you. You were talking about something, and I was like, I was like, yeah, we should do something on that. And I don't remember the conversation, but nor do I. It'll come to me during this episode. Anyways, we wanted to do a <clears throat> a conversation on uh, current events, really, just the state of where things are, really. And I'm not, I don't get too much into that as much. Yeah, you you remember the conversation because it was about we were talking about this about the state of things and you were like you know well if people would just put uh, their focus back on god and then i kind of got into the whole thing well you know me and instagram man i'll tell you what instagram is like a a push button phone for me they somebody will get on there man they push my button right i, I mean I, yeah. I was following somebody check this out check this out so i'm following somebody for i don't know a couple months now uh, very Christ-centered, I mean, great information. They put out these great, and now all of a sudden, everything's vaccines and mas- masks. Right. So I said, bye, Felicia. Yeah. Like, I can't do it, man. I cannot do it. One more division. Uh, funny, funny, <laughs> funny story. Uh, man, you get me, and then you pull me off on division again. Like, <laughs> golly, right. man. So anyways, I wanted to, I do want to read this. This was funny. Uh, so, so are you saying we're divided, Bill? I don't know what we are, dude. Okay. I don't, I don't even know. All right. Uh, anyways, uh, Instagram, I'm not going to find it. My brother, my brother put this thing out. Anyways, so, you know, I'm, I'm looking at my brother's story and I'm, and I'm, I'm reading through it. He, he writes this thing and he's like, he's like, uh, everybody should, should get it. Uh, I don't know. It's been scientifically proven, like all this stuff. I'm like, geez, man, like of all people, they've tapped into my brother. <laughs> like, right. Like, I'm just like, oh, my God. They've goodness, indoctrinated man. him. Yeah. So I'm like, he has collapsed. Like he's <laughs> right. collapsed. They've got him. Right. So I'm reading through it. and I'm like, oh, this is killing me, man. I was just about to swipe off of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I like I can't do it. Like I'm thinking this is my conversation in my head. Jeez, bro. I can't do this. Why? How did they get to you? Like, right. and I get ready to swipe and I read the end and he's like, yeah, everybody should own a firearm. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> right. he got me good. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, he, he got me good. Yeah. But you know, you and I, we joke, man, but we, we uh, started talking and we've talked about this before a little bit moderately. And we bring it up in our conversations a lot. Just what's happening in the world, man. Right. And with everything. Know, oh, absolutely. Well, there's an agenda out there. Yeah. Um, try, it, it tries to pull our attention away from where we should be focused. Um, well, it doesn't try. It does a good job. Yeah, it's not time. hard to lean yeah. into it sometimes. Um, 
But I find myself sometimes, even, you know, though I get up and I read and I'm praying and, and I'm trying to do the right thing. And this isn't about, you know, I only think of God and, and that's it. My, my life is, uh, every minute of, of my day is consumed by that, which would be incredible if it could sure. be. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that's where my mind is most of the time. Yeah. Uh, been trying to be pleasing and doing the right thing and, and allowing the Holy Spirit to guide me and stop grieving the Holy Spirit and everything. Um, but still, there are times when I, myself, will see or hear something and I'll be like, and I, it will it will sidetrack me. Yeah. I am gone. Yep. And then I have to be like, I have to reel myself back in and be like, you know, God's in control anyway. Well, and you're right. Like, it's not... It would be so unrealistic to say that from uh, every waking moment in our day is surrounded by uh, the Bible and hymns and devotions and prayer and uh, because there are other responsibilities that God has called us to. Right. Uh, So even though we don't actively aren't actively in those things it's not that we're not actively of those things right well that's where that's where our treasure is is in yeah. heaven like you said yeah. we're citizen our citizenship is in heaven yeah so that is primarily our focus but still there are times you know and and i'm like i already know god's in control yeah you know he's in control of everything um i don't worry about a whole bunch the way i used to man um, Listen, dude, but, you make me, you put me off to be a bad dude that I get triggered every five seconds. <laughs> right. And I don't even well, know if triggers the right word. Right. I use that because I just get, I get heated sometimes. Absolutely. And I'm, there's nothing wrong with that, but sometimes even, um, trying to live a Christ centered life and, and staying focused on the right things. Yeah. I can get sidetracked yeah. by one little thing. And then, I mean, I can I can go down that road for like twenty or thirty minutes thinking about, oh, this or that or whatever. And then, it's like the Holy Spirit's like, "What are you doing, you're Alan? You're not in control anyway, <laughs> Alan. What are you doing? Why are you worried about that?" Right. So I get carnal about a lot of stuff, man. And what I mean is, I let emotion sometimes really kind of uh, good and bad. Like sometimes I let it carry me away. Uh, you know, where I can get, and I don't know if you could ever get too, uh, churchy, I guess, in a sense, like where I'll get too, too, too heavy on the side of, uh, uh, I'll give you a, for instance, you know, my wife and I were talking about something and, and all I'm doing is bringing up biblical references, right? You know, and I can tell she's like, I'm trying to have a conversation about horses. Why, are, <laughs> why does everything right. have to be? You know, and she doesn't say that, you know, she takes it in good stride. And then, but I realize, okay, you know, because I just came off of hours of reading the Bible and, and being in my study time. And now it's applying towards something she's asking me about. Right. Uh, my, my suggestion. So, you know, it, it, you have to be careful sometimes and, and you don't have to be careful, but it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't always have to be the conversation. Right. Yeah. But what does, what. And I'll tell you what does annoy me. What annoys me is people have to choose to go out of their way to present 
that other conversation, whether it's right. whatever that social uh, event, current event is, they have to go out of their way to discuss that. Right. They go out of their way to discuss the Bible and their relationship with Christ. Right. But yet they choose at, at some moments to forego that and talk about all these other things that are going on, whether it's presidential stuff or whatever. Well, the amazing thing is with current events. You it's only what's current. <laughs> well, you don't know if it's true. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much yeah. fake stuff out yeah. there. And then. You know, they'll get you worried about something. And here's something wonderful about being 50 years old and where I am in my life right now. Where you are in your relationship right now. Right. Well, yeah, that's where I was going. It's, I, at this point, I have realized that all the things that I was worried about prior to this point in my life, none of them Maybe one or two, uh, maybe 2% actually happened. Yeah. So I spent 98%. Oh, that's crazy. I spent time on 98% of the stuff that didn't even happen. Yeah. Worried about it, thinking about it, contemplating it, trying to figure it out. Um, and then... Did you figure it out? Yeah, I figured out my plan wasn't working. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the reality <laughs> of it. God, I mean, really. Yeah, and God had... Uh, you know, and that's the amazing thing. Um, God sometimes is like a drill sergeant or like the military. They got to break you down. I mean, yeah. you know, and he, sometimes he has to break you down. There's there's growth in the struggles. And sometimes, you know, you're on this path and you're like, ah, oh, this is where I'm headed to. And sometimes he's just got to knock you off that path and be like, no, not at all. And sometimes we're just really too slow to get it. And uh, you know the first time, and he's got to he's got to knock us down a few times. It, it's interesting you say there's growth in the struggle. Like when I hear people say that, I'm like, listen, like that's just stupid. Not, and I don't mean you because now I pay attention to it because right. because before you know why I thought it was stupid because, because you had to go through it. Yeah, because I thought, <laughs> right. why in the world? Yeah, is this gonna? I'm, you could tell me about it and I'll grow. Yeah, but it, we don't we don't pay attention like that. No, I didn't pay attention for a long time, and I'll tell you, I was sucker punched to yeah. my knees. Yeah, I I I be, I truly believe, and I don't know. There'd be people that will There's a lot of people that nitpick our stuff apart, but. <clears throat> there'll be people that will say that's no, not the way God works. I truly believe, I truly believe that, that God was attempting to get my attention right? in many ways. Now people say, well, he doesn't do that or it's not uh, attention he was trying to get. You know, I, I don't know. I'm not that, uh, I'm not an expert on what God thinks. No so, one is. Well, and, well, there's people that will tell you what God thinks. Yeah, they're they're retarded. Oh, I shouldn't say retarded. Well, there's, it's all right. Okay. I'll bleep that out. Beep. So anyways, so I, with that, I truly feel like, like at the, at that time, that moment for me, uh, well, I mean, he was successful. He got my attention. Um, I think that those, there is growth there. Right. But you, but once you establish the relationship with God, you'll be able to go back right. and see the growth. Right. You well, can't do it without him. Absolutely. There's no rhyme or reason. No. Sometimes. Yeah, you can stop worrying about that. <laughs> so, exactly. Sometimes he'll, he will try to deter you from, from heading down your path yeah. with, with smaller, 
like nudges and you're like, ah, and you, and you <laughs> brush it off. Yeah, you're resistant. Yeah, uh, you're resistant and you brush he, it he off. You didn't really like, ah. want me to do that. Yeah, exactly. I'm a good person and all, yeah. you know, yeah. we try to justify yeah. it. And we do that enough and sometimes, you know, it's just got to be something big to get our attention. Right, right. So, well, especially, listen, I'll say this. When you're, I almost went back, uh, Charles Stanley started saying, listen, a bunch. I probably still say it a lot. Whatever. Um, if I, I, I know, like I'm a little better at it now. Uh, knowing what's right and wrong. I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't laugh. But before I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Right. Like it just wasn't, there wasn't an established, uh, moral code like there is with the Bible. You know, when you're in the Bible and you're re you know, God's desire. Yeah. You know, uh, right from wrong biblically. Like, you know his stance on things, uh, biblical things. Before, when you don't pay attention to that, you're living your own willy-nilly way. You're just doing your thing. Yeah. Uh, there is not a desire for God to lose anyone, anybody, any soul. And when, so when we start to really fly outside of his will uh, for our lives, I think really you take, uh, you take a chance, one, that your life will end. Right. And yeah. you'll never have that eternal salvation relationship with Jesus. Right. Uh, you're just not going to have that. Uh, the second thing is you could continue to live this life here and never affect anything for the kingdom of heaven. Right. At all. Zero. Uh, you, you said something interesting to me, and then maybe we'll get back to current events. I don't know. But you said a while ago something interesting to me. I told you about uh, a guy I talked to that I've talked to a couple of times. Not... Not super in depth. I try not to be pushy uh, about salvation and God, uh, and and he was just like, you know, I feel like I'd just be a good person. Yep. Uh, you know, I'll just do good things. And and, and what was interesting uh, when you said this to me, you said, well, you know, where do you think his standard of right and wrong come from? Right. And I never thought about that really. Like I've never even even in my previous career where things were heavily valued on right and wrong. Right. I never thought about that. Like, you know, you think about, well, your parents, you think about, well, your local government. Right. That's not where it comes from. No. It doesn't come from that at all. Uh, In fact, it came very, very quickly in the first book of the Bible. Right. uh, Through behavior uh, and desire and will and lack of it and a lack of faith. So when you when you think about all those things, to me, being a good person, uh, there's no such thing. No, there isn't. Well, I mean, you, your desire exactly. could be to be good. I desire to be good every day, right? And then I, you know, I yeah. go and do something well, stupid. You know, where is it? Where in the Bible where it says um, there's you know, not one? Yeah, filthy. Your their righteousness is as filthy rags. Yeah, you know, even when we're trying. So and there's not one that's good. No, not one. Yeah. Um, anyways, so I don't mean to get off on that, but the so whole currently we're talking yeah, about current events. Cur- currently, there's not one that's good. Um, <clears throat> currently, well, this is you and I. This is the conversation we were having. Now I remember it. See, I told you to come back to me. It's uh, 15 minutes into it. Okay. Uh, we were talking about these things, and we were saying, uh, you and I collectively were in agreement. That if you would, if people would take their focus off of the things that are 
being discussed in the world now and place more emphasis back on God or in God, uh, there would be less of the focus on this stuff. I don't know why there's so much of this trash. Because they... We have to be thinking about something. We have to be... You know, and I've said this before, I believe, to you. um, There are some people in the world that have a have a problem for every solution yeah there's some yeah. people that just are never the happy. first time i heard that i was like what they're looking for they're always looking for something to complain about they don't it's true they don't have anything else to talk about they they could have we could you and i talk about god and jesus our relationship uh being christ-centered we talk about those things right more than anything else and the news uh my wife tells me oh, if man. i need to know something um i don't watch the news um, <laughs> i might watch the weather if i need to do something during the day you know to see if it's going to rain or something most time i pull that up on my phone <laughs> that's it um it's I, i'm laughing because if it's important enough somebody will tell you oh yeah absolutely in in the past career i worked that people will come up and say hey is there something going on i should know about and i'm like Nah, like we didn't come get you, right? Like we, nobody came out and got a hold of you and said, "Hey, you should probably pack up and leave." Right? You know, to me, that kind of stuff. What are we putting in front of us as yeah. as important? Right? Like, uh, <clears throat> I know we're not supposed to talk about, or we shouldn't not not supposed to. We shouldn't talk about uh, fasting and things that we that we do, right? That's personal between us and the Lord. Uh, but I'm going to say it because I think it is important and then I'll just change it later. So I make it my own. Well, actually you can fast. <clears throat> you can talk about it. You just don't tell anyone why you're doing it. Well, I think it'll be obvious. So I'm not, I'm shutting down news, right? Yeah. Like any source of news for 30 days. If I get that far, it's yeah. not like an addiction, but if, yeah. if I get that far, then I'm going to make it 60. Yeah. Um, and I'm probably going to change it now just because I do want to make it personal between God and myself. Right. Uh, and the reason will be personal, but there's just so, man, what is the drive? What is the desire? Well, that's the thing. And it's, it's like watching hockey. Right. Well, Nobody that's... watches for the puck to go into the net. The scores are so low. Right. So, I mean, I don't understand, like, what the desire is for it, but... It's a routine people have gotten into. Yes, I will say that. You know, they're... Absolutely. Oh, I yep. need to know. Because yep. look at all the trash that's Well, on and TV. they want to see what bad stuff's happening. Right. Well, not even that. You have, like, these TV shows and stuff that come on and talk about, you know, who married who and who's getting <laughs> divorced and right. whose dog right. had puppies and... This person bought a house and that person, whatever. Uh, oh, my goodness. Who cares? <laughs> Actually, the funniest thing happened to me, it's probably been eight or nine years ago, maybe ten. Uh, anyway, I was standing in a store, and I was standing there, and, you know, they have all the, at the checkout, and they have all the magazines and stuff, and this old guy standing behind me. And I just turned around and glanced at him, and he's like, you know, they have all these magazines and stuff out here. Like we should be concerned about all that stuff. 
He said, you take the prettiest woman on one of those magazines, and I can tell you something that all of them have in common. I'm like, oh, yeah. He's like, what's that? He's like, you show me a beautiful woman with a man, and I'll show you a man that is tired of her. What? <laughs> yeah, I mean, what? basically. What? Yeah, he was like, well, not tired of her. <laughs> like, he don't want to put up with her stuff, you know. Basically, what it was, I'm like, Dude, you know, I never know what's coming out of your mouth. No, nah, sometimes <laughs> I don't know either. But anyway, point being, uh, you know, uh, these magazines and everybody, they sell their magazines because people are interested in those sort of things. Yeah. They, they have a, a folk, a, a, that stuff sells. An attachment man. to it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. But, you know, here's the, the, the point that the guy was getting across to me was it doesn't matter, you know, even, and he used the woman as an example. He's like, you know, even the most beautiful woman, there's a man somewhere that is just tired of putting up with her. Right. And I'm like, you know, that's true. And they have all this stuff on these magazines and stuff to try to keep us interested. Yeah, you were going to, you just cut any woman that listens to this podcast will no longer listen. Okay, okay. Put Change men, it, sp- switch it around. Men on there too. Make them non-binary. You show, well, I didn't want to sound, you know, non-binary. <laughs> um, I don't even know what it means and I, I didn't care. want to sound like I was attracted to guys or anything. But hey, you put a guy on the front of a magazine yeah. and, yeah. you know, I can show you a woman that's tired of him, that's tired of all the, the stuff that he does. Yeah, I mean, my wife Nobody's, couldn't put up with Chris Hemsworth for more than 10 years. <laughs> The right. Guy, the guy that plays Thor or whatever. Oh, yeah, I'm not. Jeez, I mean, you could hear his voice in our house somewhere, and she comes out from outside an acre away. Right. Is he on TV right now? I'm like, right. what is wrong? Do you have bad hearing? Like, what? <laughs> how did you hear that? She's like, oh, well, I just I thought I heard his voice. <laughs> right. I'm like, you're crazy. Listen, people don't watch NASCAR for 300 laps of left turns. They yeah. don't do it. They don't, right. they don't sit there. They watch in anticipation of something bad happening. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's how we've we've designed society. If you ever listen, if you look at the news, how often do you see good news? Rarely. Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, truly. And if it yeah. is, it's it's buried somewhere. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. At the bottom back page, whatever. I, I remember my grandfather reading the paper. You didn't put on the front page. Uh, boy saves dog from a, a sewage drainer drainage drainage <laughs> what did I call it <laughs> I don't know whatever from a from a ditch right you don't right. see that on the front page because that doesn't sell right uh, nobody wants to look at that and go oh, let's read about the guy the boy that saved the puppy but you know what it's it's interesting because they say misery loves company nah. and it's so true um, I don't I don't love miserable company nor do no. I but there are a lot of people that do and a lot of people you know. Um, will get upset when some movie star or somebody dies or whatever, and they're like all in it, and they're like, oh, you know, I can't believe it. Well, they're human too. But if we put as much emphasis on Jesus Christ as we do movie stars, the world would be a much better place. You know, it's interesting. I'm trying to, I'm trying to find it, and I maybe you know where it's at. Uh, oh, I did find it. Okay. Uh, John eight twenty three. Uh. And Jesus says, and he said unto them, ye are from beneath. I am from above. You're of this world. I am not of this world. You know, it's, and it's, it's interesting. It's not interesting. It's God. Uh, And it's the Bible. When you read stuff like that and you just glaze over it, man, how do you glaze over that? You know, God saying he's not of this world. You know, what's the one verse he says? I did not come to, uh, 
Oh. To save the world. Well, do you remember the verse? To cause division, but to cause division. No, no. 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 Uh, I'm going to find it. If you'll, if you'll figure out something to say. Uh, I don't, I don't know anything to say. (sighs) But anyway, if we would listen to, um, if we could just get into listening to the Holy Spirit more, we wouldn't be so concerned about what other people have to say. I am personally uh, more concerned about being pleasing to God and not offending God. I'm not concerned about offending anyone. If they nah, get offended, right. I mean, I'm not going around I know being offensive. Yeah, you're but, not tripping people on purpose. Yeah, exactly. But at the but same time. It's not really my concern. I'll find the verse. I kind of, and I hate doing this because I'm not very good at uh, Bible verse memorization. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I'll find it and I'll put it there where where Jesus says, um, I have not come to condemn the world. I have come to save it. Uh, it's 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 along that line. So yeah. I, I wish I could find. Uh, actually, I'm I'm looking it up right now, so I find it. Um, ah. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that he, that the world through him might be saved. Yeah. Um, and the reason I bring that up is because when you, when you say we need to put more, uh, of our relationship with God, uh, back in front of us, it effectively, I've said this before, if you are not, uh, in a relationship with God, you're of the world. Like yeah. there is no, there's no like, it's not in the middle. It's there's like, no, well, I kind of have a relationship yeah. with God, but I'm still kind of, you know, here. Listen, you can have a relationship with God and sin. That happens. Yeah. I mean, that happens. But it, we're talking about living for the world, not being able to give up things of right. the world. Uh, I lived for the world. Yeah. I lived for the world. I lived for myself and the world. Living for myself was living for the world. Right. Because it involved all the things that the world had to offer. Right. Uh, lust, alcohol. I mean, it's just everything the world had to offer. When you become, when you turn your life over to Christ, and you, and this will turn back into current events somewhere. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. When you turn your life over to Christ, because you can't do it on your own, you become a citizen of heaven and you now no longer you're, you you live in the world. You're just not a citizen of the world. Right. You you don't live in heaven. Obviously, you're on the earth. Right. But you're a citizen of heaven until you leave the earth and become uh, in in heaven. Right. So, if you're living in the world and partaking of all the things in the world, you don't have God in front of you. You can't be in that relationship. You can't. That's true. There's just no way to do it. You can't do both at the same time. You can't even be down the middle. Yeah. Uh, so you have to make a choice. You have to make a choice where these things are going to be in your life. Uh, I see it all the time and I don't just see it on social media. I will say this. I don't, I'm not, I'm not out in public unless my wife drags me out in public because I just, it annoys me. Mm, I just really, it's right. the world. Like yeah. I, it, it's one it's one soul at a time, right? Like the souls are the most important thing. The problem is I see people, and I see people that are living in the world, right? And it does it disappoints me. 
it disappoints me because I see uh, the way Jesus wanted it to be. Right. Right. The way it was written. I see that. And then I look at the world and I'm like, man, dude, like I'm just so critical uh, and it's hard. Um, anyways, I w- tell one short story on myself. Today was the first day back at school for my 11 year old. So I drove him. Mistake number one. Uh, mistake number two is being caught up in traffic. Right. So I'm sitting in traffic. We're talking. I really, at this point, I care less. Like, I'm just like, whatever. Like he gets there when he gets there. I'm going back home. Like it is what it is until people start like, like making up their own traffic rules, like driving off the road, waving people through that are almost getting hit. And I'm like, what are, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? And this has nothing to do biblically other than me. Like now, now I start because I'm looking at this stuff as it affects me. Right. I'm letting it affect me. Right. Like, I'm like, these people are idiots. They're driving like, I mean, I don't even know. So, <clears throat> and this is funny because we mentioned this in the in a previous episode. My, my son says, uh, how do you think Jesus would respond? And I'm like, geez, Louise. <laughs> I'm like, you know, there's good and bad to everything. Right. And it's all good that he's in the Bible and that we have these yeah. great conversations until he says something like that. And I'm like, it's bad when he's pointing it out to you. <laughs> yeah, like, what right. What are you doing, right. Dad? And I'm like, I'm, and so I'm back at him. I'm like, you know, it says in the Bible that you shouldn't, you know, point the speck out in your brother's eye while there's a timber in yours. <laughs> and he's like, well, yeah. then you know. And I'm like, oh, all right, enough. You We're guys done. are just justifying it. <clears throat> yeah. You. So anyways, the whole point to that is you can't escape the world. No. You can't, but you have to know, you have to know how you're going to guard against it. Right. Well, you know, uh, I believe it was your brother that said, you know, it's all about planning and priorities. Our lives yeah. consist of planning and priorities. Um, and how is it? Um not everything that's important is a priority. That's right. But everything that's a priority is important. It, we we can put the emphasis on what's important, what's not. If we want to know, you know, about this rock star couple that's getting divorced and why they're getting divorced and who's ah, getting what yeah. and everything, well, I mean, that. Is fine for the world, but if you're a child of God, you shouldn't. Who cares? Whatever. Um, it doesn't affect me one way or the other. That's, I mean. No, I tell my wife all the time, why are you putting that garbage in your head? Yeah. You know, I mean, it, I saw something the other day. I think I was reading it somewhere where somebody asked a question, you know, should you be watching uh, secular movies or listening to secular uh, music? And here's here was the response, right? Okay, so. This part's interesting to me. So you and I, we went to the same church. And in this church, uh, it it was told you shouldn't watch anything secular or listen to anything secular. It was you should be very uh, guarded against anything of the world. Right. Right? So listen, I only bring that up to make this point. So this person said... uh, and I, I, man, such a, in my opinion only, such a godly response. Well, how does it affect you? Right. Right? Like, yeah. like it doesn't, if you take one, 
one blanket and throw it over everything. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't, I don't believe that's the fix. Now, a lot of people are going to jump on this, man, and be like, well, you know, you're saying that the Bible is the answer and the truth. It is. It's the absolute truth. It's, yeah. It's there's, the truth. there's no question in there. But that Bible doesn't say don't watch secular movies. Right. It doesn't say don't listen to secular music. Right. What it does is outline principles, standards, and guidelines to live a godly life. Yeah. And now, if those guidelines, right, line up to where it means you have to take secular movies out of your library. Yeah. Well, then, okay, take them out of your library. But it doesn't say that that's man manipulating what the Bible says. Yeah. Right? It's taking. Now, listen, there's a lot of stuff that's in. Well, I mean, not until not too long ago, Disney movies weren't bad. Yeah. I remember uh, our preacher's son had Disney movies that he would let his kids watch. Yeah. But now, I don't think you would call those favorable movies to let your kids watch. No, not, not anymore. Right. So anyways, that was my point. I thought the response was good. How does, how does it affect you? How does it right. affect your testimony, your walk? That's what I meant, not personally. Yeah. Now, you know, because it depends on the movie you watch. Absolutely. It could be bad. And that's one of the things, you know, um, that was one of the reasons I gave up watching the news. Actually, I'd given up watching the news way before I started my you always got to one up me, man. No, I'm I, just saying. No, I know what you mean. Um, because I, I f- it was so discouraging to, for one, like you said, there's nothing ever good. There's hardly ever anything good on there. And another thing, trying to find out what's fact and fiction, you know. Um, yeah, they're just peddling their own agendas. Yeah, really, everybody exactly. does. I mean, so you I can't blame them. While, yeah. But here's, you know, something that, and it says, well, I don't want to get into end times, but, it, you know, it talks about in the Bible that there's going to be a time when people, um, you know, are self-centered and they're going to be wanting to do their own thing and and um, all that stuff. And you can see that in society now. And I'm yeah. not, by any ways, like, you know, I'm not trying to say, oh, this is the end. I'm just saying more and more people are becoming self-centered and, you can see it when you're driving down the road, you know, people will cut you off. Like I can be going 55 mile an hour and somebody will pull out in front of me, you know, from a side street or whatever, just to go slow or to go a half a mile. If they would have waited like two seconds to let me go by and there was like nobody behind me, you know, but no, huh? everybody's got to be in front. And there's some people I've had past me, you know, and then get to slow down at the same time. Yeah. So, you know, there's so many people been self-centered and everything at this current time, and um, it just seems to be getting worse. And actually, my wife and I went to dinner last night, and um, the hostess was taking me back to to get, you know, to, to our seat. And uh, I'm like, hey, how you doing? You know, and I'm just, I just talking to Old Bubbly everyone. Allen, boys. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, how's your day? And she's like, great, thanks for asking. Uh, she said, you were the first person all day that has asked me how my day was. I'm mean, like, people are just in their own worlds and they're thinking about the Kardashians and this group oh, and that geez. group and all this stuff when they have no concern for the person that's standing in front of them, whether they're, you know, taking them to sit down to eat or whether it's what uh, the cashier at the store or whatever. Yeah. 
they're so consumed by all these current events and all the things and who's doing what and you know this rock star and all that and who cares i mean like you said well how does that affect my life i don't need all that information zero but They'll, they'll, they can tell you the statistics on a, on a football team for the last 20 years, but they don't pay attention to the person that's standing in front of them. And you unfortunately, know, a lot of times, that's even their spouse. Well, yeah, and here's the thing. I was going to mention this while you're telling this story. Is uh, We drove out to Texas not too long ago, and we stopped. No, we didn't stop. We were staying in a hotel. And we got something to eat, went out to get something to eat uh, at the place next to the hotel. My wife and I sit on the same side of the table uh, when we eat. We just do. We just sit next to each other. That's weird. Nah, it's not weird. <laughs> so anyways, you know what's interesting to me is when you come in uh, as a husband and wife, I mean, we're holding hands, we walk in, they seat us, but they put the menus on opposite sides of the table. Yeah. That's just the way it's been established, right? Like. Right. So we sit on the same side. Uh, it was just interesting, man. When we look around in the in the restaurant, everybody's on their phone. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they are. We didn't even bring ours in. Yeah. Like I enjoy my wife's conversation. So yeah, I mean, we're, <laughs> otherwise I'd go to dinner by myself. Right. Uh, but we're looking around, and it's just like, man. And I notice that more and more now. Oh yeah. That people are socially connected to things other than what they should be socially connected to, like their right. significant other. Yeah, they're alone in a well, group. I shouldn't, I'm not even going to say significant other, husband or wife. Like, that's all there is. Uh, there isn't an other to it. So it's interesting when you sit there and you look at that, man. It's like, I'm just, I'm just amazed at what uh, society is doing, but I'm more amazed at what God can do in your life. Yeah. Uh, and this is when we started out having this conversation just now, I was trying to, I was talking to you and I meant to mention this is that was my whole point. You, it it starts individually with us. Like we can focus on all the negative and man, I do such a great job at that. I can Uh, point out stuff that's bad, man. I can, man, you're not doing that right. Oh man, come on, line up. Right. Like there's, I mean, we can all do it. We're very critical people. Right. Uh, and, and a lot of times, please don't take this wrong if you're not this person, because my wife is very good at being very positive. She's a teacher. Right. Uh, a lot of that's fake. Like a lot, not with her. I don't mean that. I mean, she'll come to me. I'm like, what am I in your eighth grade class? <laughs> like, right. do, do I have a boogie? Like, <laughs> like, can, what are we doing right now? You can do it, Bill. Yeah. Yeah. Like she'll be the encourager. I be, and I'm like, okay, you. listen, I know you. <laughs> we've we've been married. This is not you. I'm like, you need to stop being at work right now. Right. But anyways, no, I digress. Um, we need to put the emphasis back on God personally in our own lives. If we, if we expect to change anywhere else, yeah, it starts first and foremost with us. We can't, I can't go out and change you, Alan. Yeah. And, and then, and then still have a whole lot of work to be done on myself because right. it's hypocritical. Yeah, it's kind of like I'll fix you and then I'll work on me later. Yeah, it doesn't work <laughs> yeah, like that. It doesn't. When all this stuff happened in my in my life, I told I told Ashley, and I've said this in an episode. I told her, I said, "Listen, I mean, it's, and it and it was it was bad. I mean, it's listen, it's not near as bad as things could be or have been in other people's lives. For me and my family, it was horrible. Uh, 
I told my wife, I said, I said, listen, I have to, I have to put God first. Yeah. I, I, I had turned to Christ, but I didn't turn over to God. Right. So and what I mean by that is I told, I told Christ, I said, listen, I can't do this. Uh, you know, it's, it's on uh, everything I have. It's, it's yours. Like I cannot do this on my own. But what I did is I held a piece back. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't turn it over to him. Yeah. And so I wanted to hang on to my marriage and fix that myself. Yeah. Right. You know, and fix my kids myself and, and fix me myself. Yeah. Uh, but I, on paper I was going to say, yeah, I'll, I'll do this. And it doesn't work like that. And I, and I realized it, man, man, and God will put you in positions and open doors just for you to get a glimpse of what it's going to look like, uh, good and bad. Um, yeah. And anyway, so I told her, I said, listen, I know this sounds really bad and it's horrible, uh, but God in my life going forward is going to be before you and before anybody else. Right. My children, uh, anything. You know, if I feel called, and this is how, and I'm telling you, this is not, I'm not, I'm going to throw a flag on it otherwise. If I felt God called me to do something, I wouldn't let somebody talk me out of it. Right. Uh, that happened with church and this podcast. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you. And I mean, that's, that's how God, God offered me eternal salvation. Yeah. What do you have? Like, I look at you, what do you, what can you offer more than that? Nothing. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, honestly, I mean, sometimes a a lifetime of misery, a lifetime of uncomfortableness, a lifetime of love. He, none of his will change. Yeah. Uh, you know, anyway, so, uh, you have, it starts with us. You have to put it there for first and foremost in front of you. If you expect anybody else to take it seriously, right? period. And it has to be the most important thing in your life. It can't be number two. Exactly. It, it can't, says, it can't be man. It says seek ye first yeah. the kingdom of not God. Not when you get around all to these it. things shall be added into you. Right. Not, a, so, not when you get around yeah. to it. So yeah, the, the thing that I have found them. <clears throat> The thing that I have found is the more I trust in God, the more I can trust in God. And um, the more I open myself up, the more he responds. And the more I call out to him, the more he answers. Yeah. Um, you have to be, that has to be your focus. You can't be, you know, praying um, Sunday and Wednesday no, right. to God. Right. And then like, um, well, why didn't that happen? Well, how much time have you spent with God? You know, there are no part-time Christians. No. It's either you're a Christian and you're living a Christ-centered life or you're not. When there, you, there is no gray area. No, nah, and a lot of people leave this part out when they when they do an altar call, right? Or they say, hey, uh, if you don't know Christ, raise your hand. Uh, let somebody, let one of us show you how you know you can be. Uh, 100, you know, you know how it goes, right? So it ends there. Yeah. Like there, nobody explains the part of, Hey, you're now a citizen of heaven. You have there, there is service. It's not serving man. It's not serving the church. It's not serving your wife. It's serving God. Like that's your service. At that point, that's who you serve. It's not serving the world. And, and all this crap that's going on out here, it's not serving that. Yeah. It's serving God. And, 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 I'm, and I'll tell you, everything, out, everything as a result of that, 
will take care of your family. We'll right. take care of your wife. We'll take care of your children. We'll take care of the church. We'll take care of. And the amazing thing is it takes so much anxiety and worry off of a person when you live for Christ. Yeah. Um, yeah. Life isn't perfect, but when you know who's in control, it makes it much easier, man. 100%. 100%. When you're like, Oh, I got to fix this or whatever. Yeah. You, you're just wasting You're spinning your wheels. I was, uh, and you know this personally about me. I was taking anxiety medicine, uh, <clears throat> for anxiety. Uh, but it also was, I mean, I was having issues coping with stuff and then, and then I started taking, uh, sleeping medication because I couldn't sleep at night <laughs> as a result of my anxiety. Right. And then, you know, and then I'm thinking, geez, what's next? Yeah. Like what comes after that? So I went on vacation and I, and I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta stop taking this stuff. Like the anxiety medicine, I could tell, like you can feel that change in your life. Like, uh, physiologically, you can, t- you can feel it. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta stop taking this. I, I was having uh, mood swings. Uh, there was just a lot of things that were just different for me. And that just wasn't my personality. Yeah. Uh, the sleeping medication, man, I slept wonderfully. Yeah. I mean, I was, as soon as I took it and 20 minutes later, boom, out eight hours up, uh, felt great, but I was taking medication, uh, yeah. to manage my sleep. Right. So this doesn't work for everybody. And I'll tell you, man, and this is how good God is, period, is you, 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 there are a lot of things we put in our life as a substitute for the one thing that should be in our lives. And we put a lot of things in there as a substitute. Right. And I'm not, I'm not professing I do it all right. I don't. I still get frustrated. I let my frustration and my, my temper get the best of me. Yeah. With things. I'm a, I'll put my hand up. That's me. I still have that, that issue I'm working on. But with the sleep medication and the anxiety medication, I gave it to God. I gave it up. I gave it to him. I said, I said, uh, God, I'm going to trust you and I'm going to trust you more than I trust myself or the guy that the doctor that's prescribing it to me. Yeah. Right. I put my hope and faith in him. Right. That he was going to fix my sleep and my my anxious problem, right. right? And I didn't put it in God's word yeah. or my relationship with Him. You know, when we turn. This is not one example of turning to man. This is one of many examples of turning to man to fix our problems. Like yeah. uh, we give plenty of examples in this, and that's why I wanted to say that if if you will put Christ as a priority in your life, uh, it will make may not make immediate changes in your life, but you'll see the change in your life. Right. Yeah. And I think that's important for everyone to know is, well, first of all, a person has to truly receive their salvation before they can lose it. You can't lose something you never had. Yeah. So you have to, you have to truly have that and you cannot lose your salvation. That's right. Once you truly have it. Um, and once you truly have your salvation, you the automatic thing should be trying to draw closer to God. That's right. To Jesus Christ. And the Holy Spirit will well, lead you. Well, that's a process, too. That's not a... And, and that's where I was in going. In many instances, it's not Absolutely. right away. Some things were. And that's exactly where I was going. Um, salvation is an instantaneous thing. Yeah. 
but the relationship does take a right. while. You right. know, I had someone tell me that because uh, I was having a conversation with someone about why there aren't more Christ-centered people within the churches, even um, because I just found, you know, whatever season it was, that was the current event. If it was right, hunting right, season, right. that's what we're talking about. If it's whatever season, that's what we're talking about. And I was like, I want, why are there not that many Christ-centered people even within the churches? You know, be, obviously they're just checking their boxes. Um, but I was told, well, it takes about three generations for someone to actually get it. And I'm like, well, somebody's doing something wrong because um, – your salvation is instantaneous. And if you're encouraged to have that relationship, right. You know, yes, it is a process. Growth is a process. It's not like, you know, uh, one you're done. Uh, salvation is the, the, the end all be all. That's only the beginning. The sanctification part is the process where you become more and more Christ like. Well, and I think this is, this is a, a billism. This is just me. I think a lot, a lot of religious organizations work to that goal, to salvation. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because I'm just telling you my opinion. I hope nobody gets mad at me. I don't really care. Yeah, whatever. Hey, we can't get fired. (laughs) (laughs) Who's going to fire us? Truth. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, this is a volunteer position. Yeah, exactly. Uh Anyways, geez, man, you, you spun me on the merry-go-round and I flew <laughs> off somewhere. Uh, no, nah, my thing is, is that I think, this is my opinion, man. I, I watch a lot of these, uh, and I don't watch them very long, uh, just enough for me to realize that, geez, Louise, like Stephen Furtick and some of these guys, these, uh, these mega church pastors. Right. Uh, anyways, so I watch some of this stuff, and I realize that they only are trying, there's, there's three things they're trying to accomplish. Get people in the door. Yep. Get them in a, uh, get them saved. I'll leave it at that. Just uh, get them saved. Yeah. And then make them members. Right. And it's almost like, right, like it, if, you can, if we can get them in the door, saved or not, then we're going to get them saved. Like they're going to be saved. A lot of people don't hang out at church because it's a cool thing to do. Right. right. There's a process. People that are coming to church, right? Have you ever, no, we'll go there in a second. But people that are coming to church, they're more likely to be saved than if they don't come to church. Oh, absolutely. But I, I, I disagree with you on one thing that you said. Go ahead. And I'm sure you're, you know what I'm going to say. I don't know. As far as people don't go to church because it's a fun thing to do. Uh, no, actually, right, right, I believe right. there are a lot of churches that are like clubs. I meant to it's say like the social thing. They don't come to church if they don't have an interest in it. Right. Because more than likely, it's because somebody, listen, you've been to the churches too. I have too. Yeah. There's a contest to see how many members you can bring in the month of blah, blah, blah. Right. Right. We're going to give you something for bringing people in. That's not because, why do you think that is? Can you can you say can you go out and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, Alan? Can you? Yeah. Yep. You could tell somebody the 
the uh, the places in the Bible it talks about receiving eternal salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So you could go out there and effectively win people over to Christ. Absolutely, yeah. Yep. Yeah. But why do we need them to come into church to win, win the uh, power tool set? Um, that's a good question. Yeah. So, so but actually, I, I was going to I know something. the answer. I, I know. I caught you off guard with that. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Sometimes I get carried away. But here's the deal. Here's the deal. I Church is extremely important if we don't take the focus off of God. Yeah. If we continue to put it on membership and uh, events that are happening that focus on man, we take it. I've told you this, man. You can't look at two things at one time. You can't. You can't talk about two things at one time. You can't think about two things at one time. Well, and it goes back to what I always say. You know, a man with an experience is never at the mercy of a man with an opinion. So if more people had the true salvation experience, they would be going and telling everyone, hey, oh, my goodness, you will not believe. Um, And, you know, because you hear about this, but you don't really see any evidence. Or the evidence is so convoluted you don't really understand it and there's no one to answer your questions or really have a deep conversation with you about it or whatever the case may be. Uh, But you should be going and telling people about Jesus Christ because you want to tell people about Jesus Christ. Well, here and here's my point. I know I made some references in there that people are scratching their heads on. Here's my point. If you're doing the same thing with church that you are with the news or a current event or social media, then you're doing nothing. Yeah. You're not if you're not doing anything with what you get from your 3 hours of worship or your hour of Sunday school, if you're not doing anything with that the of uh, the rest of the time in your life, then you're not doing anything with it. Right. It's no it's no more different than sitting down in front of TV for an hour watching the news. Yeah. Or being on social media for 4 hours a night. Yeah. There's no difference. You're not carrying away with it anything that's adding value to your soul. Like well, it's just not. If you're if a person is only checking the boxes and doing all the steps but don't have that experience, you're really just wasting your time. You're if you don't truly have that experience, you may get the experience, but if you think you have arrived just by checking the boxes, you will never have that experience. I'm not even talking about the arrival. I'm talking about the boarding process. They're still, they're just showing up at church. Yeah. They're just coming in. But, uh, this is what I was going to say earlier. Um, I was watching this thing. I mean, I didn't like watch, watch it. I don't know how I even came across it, but there was this young preacher at some mega church or something or whatever. And he was talking about they weren't interested in helping Christians grow. They were only helping. They were only interested in getting people, like you said, saved. That was it. So, uh, discipleship is a huge part Absolutely. of Christianity. Absolutely, everything hinges on that. I mean, after your salvation, because you need you need to grow. You need to learn. You know what the experience is like, so you can have that experience and. And you need to, um, you need somebody to help you through that process yeah. of growing. Agreed. 
And like this cat, I don't even recall exactly what he said, but he's just like, yeah, we're not interested in, you know, trying to grow Christians. We're just trying to get people saved. And I'm like, that's kind of weird. No, it's the reality, man. It's exactly, it is reality, but it's weird. It's, you will see a lot of, of churches. This isn't a church conversation. Jeez. I don't know why I let myself get the current event is church. The current event church. You'll see, and this is, again, my opinion, you'll see a lot of people, they, they, it'll stress membership. No, I'm, I'm sorry, attendance, yeah. right? It stresses attendance. The yeah. focus is don't miss church, don't miss church, don't miss church. Hey, get your neighbors to come in, get your friends to come in, invite somebody right. from work, right? The focus is on attendance, which then turns to salvation, which then turns to membership, right? right? And during that process, during that time, where is the relationship with God yeah. fostered? Where is that relationship? Because if you take the if you take the eyes off of man mm-hmm. and you're surrounded by God, it's going to go to God. Yeah. But if you keep the eyes on man, yeah. it can't look at God. And that's that's in the in current events. Let me and let me <laughs> man, it takes us a long time to get all the way around. It does. Here's the problem. Current events is doing a very good job of keeping our eyes off of God. Everything's designed to keep us distracted. Yeah. I look at, I look at godly people. Yeah. I would assume, right, based on the love they show for their relationship with God, and I mean strong, biblical foundation, godly women and men, and now they have become distracted by the shiny object, yeah. and it's no longer the cross. It's no longer what Christ has done for us. The cross is now uh, the virus, the masks, the political agendas, the... I could care less with whatever that guy Fauci, I could care less what his opinion is. I could care less. I could care less. The mask isn't going to cost me my salvation or the lack of it. No. Here's the the thing, and I've been thinking about this for like a week. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. But anyway... Um, it's not about church, is it? No, it's okay. not about church. It's about the important thing. Um, it doesn't matter when you die. How can I say it? Okay, so you could yeah, die. Don't, don't end it there. <laughs> you can you could die um, today, tomorrow, thirty years from now. The important thing is, where is your soul going to be when you die? Yeah. That should be the focus. Who cares about who's doing what or who's building a house and redesigning it so they can flip it or ice, you know, driving trucks over the ice or whatever? Who cares? Yeah. If that's the main focus, that's a problem. Our soul should be the the main focus. Um, I have assurance that when I die, that my soul is taken care of. Yeah. Um, so I don't have to get caught up on if I get the virus and I'll no, die and, no. and all this stuff because was it Paul that said either I live here with Christ or I live there with Christ? Either way, I'm living with Christ. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Nothing else matters. You know, I mean, listen. And guys, I'm not saying come shoot me or anything. I'm just saying. Right. I'm ready. Well, no. And no, of course not. I've worked. I want to do here. 
Right. There's still, and that's that's selfish of me, but I want to be in God's will for this work. Yeah. And and here's here's the thing. Listen, we all get caught up in trivial stuff, man. Yeah. And and I do too. That I have time wasters. I have things I enjoy, right? But in and we'll we'll share this for another episode. A majority, and this is what I'm saying. It's not to say you can't do those things you enjoy. I like sitting and playing chess with my son. That doesn't bring any value to God other than being a godly parent. Right. Right. There's still a godly value in it. Yeah. Right. I'm not sitting there uh, sending him to his room so I can watch porn. Like there's there's value to it. But and here's what I'll say. There's still things that we do that you can do uh, that may may not be completely biblical or godly. Here's what I'll tell you. If you are spending 51 percent of your time doing everything else in the world except anything that's biblical or godly, then you're only giving God less than half of your time. Yeah. Because you won't even give him 50%. Right. It's impossible. And you can do any activity in a godly way. Yeah. Um, that's right. Right attitude. Yep. The right way you to carry yourself. The right intention. Yeah. The right intention, absolutely. Yep. Um, because you cannot tell someone that you love them and ignore them. I mean, no. it doesn't have to, when you sit down with your wife, it doesn't have to be a conversation about the Bible all the time, but you have to have that one-on-one time talking about whatever sure, to show that oh, you yeah. care. That's right. And that's biblical. Yeah. And if some, because if someone won't have a conversation with you, won't answer your questions, either they don't care or they don't know the answer. Well, it's in, and then the it's important of thing is and not of God. Right. Absolutely. But the important thing is to find the answer somewhere and you may not have the answer, but you could find it together. Man, dude, you know, I don't have the answer to a lot of stuff. Now you're oh, just picking I'm, on me. I'm very aware. Yeah. So there was this, and then we'll, then we'll, uh, hang it up for this one. But I w- I just wanted to say there was, a. I had a, may have mentioned this in another episode, had, had an opportunity to go sit with my mother-in-law and father-in-law and have a conversation with them, uh, a faith-based conversation. Yeah. So anyways, I, we, we, my wife and I went over there and let me back up five years. Anytime I went anywhere outside of work, I made a drink. Right. It was a, it, it, it began as a coping mechanism yeah. uh, because I didn't like people. And then it became as uh, just something I did, you know, just to kind of numb stuff. And I mean, when I say I made a drink, it wasn't like a a solo cup. It was like, you know, you ever see one of those mini cooler looking things that, you know, like this big, uh, they used to sell them at like Circle K. It was like a mini keg or whatever. You know, you'd fill it up with soda. I'm like, 64 ounces. Yeah. 129 ounces of Mountain (laughs) Dew. Who drinks that? There are people. Yeah, I would put a, I would yeah I would put a whole liter of Jack in it, uh, and I'm not proud of that behavior. And I'm kidding about the size stuff, but what I'm not kidding about is I would make a drink to go somewhere, uh, and we would I would go to my in laws. Now I have no issues with my in laws. I just would drink to go there. But my wife would point out to me like, "Oh, you got to go have a drink. You have to make a drink before we get in the car." Right. And I'm like. Yeah. Like, I mean, at first I was like, no, nah, I don't, I can leave yeah. it at home. And, uh, but anyways, long, all right, fast forward. So the other day, 
she's like, Hey, you want to run over to my parents? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to take a stab at fixing their gate. And then I, I sit down and start having this conversation. And my wife was like, Hey, we got to run. We got to go to, uh, do this thing. And I was like, no, I'll just stay here. And she's like, you know, she gave me this look like, Oh, like you sure. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, it's your parents. Like, I'm going to be fine. We've met. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like you're leaving me on some block somewhere. Right. So anyways, I had a really, really good conversation with them. And my point to it is a lot of times we don't look at an activity or a circumstance or an event as being faith-centered, Christ-centered, biblical, or godly. Right. The problem is we can choose to make it that way. Yeah. We can choose to make it absolutely worldly and horrible. Yeah. Uh, but we can choose to make these things uh, point towards God. And so the thing is, in my past, I never did that. Like, I didn't... I wouldn't want to do stuff for people unless I wanted to do it kind of thing. Yeah. And I didn't understand that because I just knew me. And if I didn't want to get interrupted from my time, I wouldn't go do something for somebody. If I liked the person, I'd go do it for them. Right. That's not godly. Like, that's not a godly response. A godly response is doing everything with joy, right? Mm-hmm. To, yeah. to sit there and respond in a way that I, mean, I may not like it, but that doesn't matter. Right. It'll bring me joy because you know what? I know who it will bring joy to. Yeah. God. Yeah. Because I'm in God's service. Yep. Right? None of that is <laughs> none of that is is optional for us. Yeah. When and we and I'll say this, this will be part of my thing for season two. You are a citizen of heaven when you turn your life to Christ. Yeah. When you and the minute you commit to that, man, it is all off for you. You are not free to go out and be in the world of yourself. You are serving Christ. Yeah. Like that's like there the president of the United States isn't worthy of that. Right? He serves us. Yeah. But Christ, we are to serve him for what he gave for us. Right. And because we are now, we have our eternal salvation. And I it drives me bananas, man. Bananas that people waste their time with that. Yeah. You know, they'll be out doing fruitless whatever, whatever's, uh, you know, ah, drives me bananas. And they and they have such a deep connection with God. They have yeah. such a great relationship, but yet they won't even talk about him for five minutes. Right. Oh, right? I know. It's the uncle they're embarrassed of. Yeah. Five minutes is tops for a lot of places, but... Um we used so, to try to have those talks with people, bro. Yeah. You and yeah. I, and we didn't be turned off. The volume went down. The remote got thrown. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, geez. Yeah, exactly. So it's I'm just thankful for, you know, the place that I am. Yeah. And yeah. I uh I have trouble sleeping. You know, some mornings I went to bed like at nine thirty the other night and I was up at like two. <laughs> I just couldn't go back. Well it to sounds sleep. like you slept just fine. <laughs> Yeah, for, for five like five hours. hours. And then, you know, when I do that, by the time, you know, daylight comes, I'm like, okay, I need to go oh, to yeah. bed. <laughs> so whatever. Yeah, it's like evening. But it used to irritate me so bad. I'd be like, oh, my goodness, I have things to do tomorrow and, no, you know, all this no. stuff. It happened for years. I mean, this has been going on for 20 years or whatever. Um, Well, I, I used to own a cleaning service, so I was out all night anyway, so it wasn't that big of a deal back then. Right. But um, point being, uh, 
I embrace it now. Yeah. If I wake up at two yeah. o'clock, I get up and I pray. Yeah. Or the other morning, I got up at three thirty, I think, and I drove to the office, um, read, prayed, and went back home, went to bed, and got up and started my day. So, um, it's pretty awesome how that works. Yeah. You ever like, well, I know you have, but like I bought a boat a few years ago and I bought it new. I was, I was living in the world and that was like a, a mid, mid, midlife crisis kind of thing somewhere around there. I bought this boat, uh, before my wife and I got married and we were excited cause we were, you know, dating and stuff, but I had this boat and I wanted to do everything in it, you know, like, like clean it, get yeah. stuff for it, you know, always in, uh, you know, I'd go to bed and I'd wake up like, oh, I'm going to go do this to the boat or I'm right. going to go take the boat out or whatever. And I, you know, it's sad to think about it, man. The yeah. time that we, that we spent on things that will never, ever pay us back. Yeah. Never Actually, put it back on us, man. I used to wash and wax my cars oh, yeah. and all that <laughs> stuff. Yeah, me too. It's like rainy season yeah. now. I haven't washed my car like in three months or <laughs> so. I told I told you last year I was like man I think I washed my car once this year yeah <laughs> it was exactly. all clean and you were like man that but it's your just car not looks a, great I'm like yeah, yeah I don't ever wash it again it's just not a priority it's not you know, that was yeah right that's my that was know, my point yeah and like the the it used to irritate me when I'd wake up at two o'clock in the morning but now it's but I get excited I yeah I dedicate that time to and not everyone can do that I understand I was in a position where I couldn't do that for a lot of years. Um, because I did have things to do during the yeah. day, yep. but now I embrace it and I schedule things around that instead of being yeah. irritated and, you know, whatever. There's ways to accommodate it. Yeah. I look, when I wake up and I know, like I get up, uh, between four and four thirty to do my studying. It's just what works for me. Yeah. So when I get up, I'm, I actually look forward to it. My wife's like, well, do you need to get up? And I said, no, I don't need to. I want to. Yeah. That's my time. Yeah. That's my time. But now I will say this, uh, one o'clock in the afternoon, I'm starting to slow down by 5 PM. Yeah. I'm done. Right. Like you put me down and turn the air down a little bit and put a fan on me. I won't even, you won't see me till tomorrow morning, but, and that's tough, but I, but that's how I've, that's how I manage it now. That's because I, that, that time's important for me. Right. The first time, Yeah. you know, throughout the day, there's other times, but, and you, you and I have said this, man, we're available now, whether or yeah. not we had something to do with that or not, I believe God had a lot to do with that. We're available right. and we're available for his service. Yeah. If you, if you, if you, if you're a believer and you're kidding yourself right now that you ain't got the time it's because you're not making it. Yeah. Like it's just true. It is what it is. You, if that sleep is more desirable for you, yeah. uh, then getting it, it in God's really does. And it's not, it's not really, um, I use a time consuming thing. No, nah, an nope, hour nope. a day really makes a huge difference. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I listen, mean, an uh, hour uh, of seriousness. There's, there's luxury for us yeah. to really, go further than that and study more and look yeah. at more things. A lot of people get into the memorization thing, uh, how many times they can read through the Bible. I mean, there's a lot of things yeah. that other people do. That's not for me. I know it's not for you. Uh, we're 
two babbling idiots on here that can't complete one sentence uh, most of the time. But I will say the most important thing for me is the relationship. Definitely. Uh, that's what I sit around. And it's not the sleep thing. I said that because my wife will listen to this and she knows I kid her about all her naps and sleeping right. in. But, uh, but I will say you have to make it the most important thing in your life. Even if it, it, it doesn't have to take up all your time. Yeah. Uh, but it has to take more time. Are there things you can be taken out? And yeah. current events was one of them. And that's why we got onto this episode because there's things right now that we're seeing as a focal point, a shift that's pulling good Christian people away from their relationship with God. Yeah. Uh, and these things are designed for that. Don't fool yourself. Jesus should be the current event. Yeah, all the time. All the time. Yeah. I mean, I, it should be <laughs> the good news. Yeah, I absolutely. Mean, and unfortunately, people aren't putting it in front of them. So anyways, we beat it down. It's gone. All right. So any phone number? What's yeah. your phone number, Alan? My number is 352-214-5062. Anybody need to talk, give me a call. You guys enjoy your day. Thanks and have a blessed day. So that's it for this episode. We're glad you listened and hope you'll come back. Visit www.graceworkswithanx.net to listen to past episodes, read our daily devotions, or provide feedback. If you'd like to be a guest on our show, send us a message through Instagram, Facebook, or our website. And if these episodes have been an encouragement to you in any way, please share them. Have a blessed day.